0: And Tony and I are here again today to talk about our pets and also to talk, you know, to Veronica and ask her a few questions. That's always fun. And I wanted to start out today that I have not talked about my cockatoo very much. His name is Tutu. He was a showbiz bird. He used to do commercials and movies and TV shows. And he belonged to my best friend who was married to a... um, animal trainer out here in Los Angeles. Well, they got divorced about 13, 14 years ago, and Tutu, my friend, got him as part of her settlement because he was a working bird. Well, she had to get a job when she got the divorce, and it involved a lot of travel. And cockatoos and parrots, they need a lot of attention and input every day, or they start pulling their feathers up and get all cuckoo. And that was starting to happen to Tutu. So my friend asked me, it was about maybe 14 years ago now, she asked me to take him. She said, because she said, I know you work from home all day. You're there. He's got someone to be around. Said, okay. So I've had him all this time. He's hysterical. He's so human, it's ridiculous. And But every three months, I have to take him in for a beak trim because he has a congenital kind of crooked beak that if you don't trim it down, it's kind of, Collapses on itself, and it's hard for him to eat. So he has to have a beak trim every three months. I also get his wings clipped, and I also get his little nails done because his talons can be brutal when you try to pick them up, and then they're too long. So I take him to the veterinarian to do that, which is about a forty-five minute ride. He loves being in the car, and I put him on the passenger seat in his carrier, which. That he is he's about halfway showing in the window, and it's all mesh all the way around so you can see into it very well. He likes to harass other people in cars when we pull up to red lights and stuff. He'll look over and he'll squawk and screech, and then he'll make them look over. And then you can see him. He's going, hi, Tutu. I'm Tutu. Hi, Tutu. And everybody cracks up when they see him do this. And yesterday we were coming home. He had behaved himself, thankfully, at the veterinarian to get his trims done. So when we get back in the car, he has these little bowls, and I had put some nuts in there for a treat because he did—he was a good boy. He started to eat them. There, you know, like he was, you know, and he was looking over. And there was a guy that pulled up next to us at the red light. He started throwing peanuts at him. Now, of course, it didn't hit the window or anything, but it was hitting the side of the thing. And I'm looking over, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, I'm just playing. I rolled the window down just a little bit to get some air in because it was starting to get, it was very humid out here for us. And he sticks, he leans over and pushes his thing into the window and he looks over at the other guy and goes, Rock on, rock on. And apparently this guy had his window down and could hear him. And I thought this guy was going to lose it. He was laughing so hard. He looks at me and he goes, This is your bird? I said, Yeah. He's like a human. I said, yeah. (laughs) And so we're at the red light, so we couldn't talk long. But as we pulled away, Tutu looked at me and went, cool. That was cool. So he talks like a person. I don't talk about him enough because he's so human, I forget that he's a bird half the time. But he is hysterical. And all the, he used to ride on when, before Guinness crossed over with his other body, he would get on the back of Guinness, as Guinness walked around, because at this point, Guinness was, had a, it was very slow walking. He would ride him and ride him around the house on his back. And all of my animals, my cats and my dogs, are desensitized to the bird. I mean, they, they sit right next to me sometimes, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I got the bird right next to me. They go on the and lay down and say, hey, hi. And he says hi to them, and sometimes he even tries to pick little fleas and stuff off of them. He's human, half human, for sure, mm. And everyone else is doing great. Day makes my life better, and I'm not diminishing my two girls because they every day make my life better. I'm so glad I have my animals. Um, They're like the children, only they're more appreciative than children, I think. And I'm in love with all of them. Um, They're my whole world. So, Tony, how are your little kitties doing over there?
1: Well, QQ had her first bed appointment, and she was an angel. she was a little really? angel oh she wow was. and um you know when when they found out she was married to Ringo, Rachel's dog um I sent them the witty the witty wedding video has the music. It's on her Instagram uh, showing they got married at St. Pat's Cathedral in New York and they had their wedding reception at the Rainbow Room in New York. And it's quite funny. I think I sent it to you. Right? Did I? I don't
0: think you did. I don't think you did. You have to send it. I did not see it. Oversight. Oversight.
1: (laughs) Okay. Alright, well, they've been married a year now, so I reposted it, uh, in case anybody forgot or new people coming to Instagram, they can see their <laughs> wedding. So that appointment was great. All the doctors there are laughing. They took a copy of the video and put it on their website. Um, so it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh,
0: cool. How very cool. So Well, I'm going to go get Veronica, and you say hello to our audience who's waiting for Veronica with bated breath, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. (laughs) Uh, And as I, you know, say, we have great questions. And really, don't be shy, write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I N N E R Whispers Radio dot com. Are you there, Veronica? You there? Mm, indeed, we
0: are. Good day to you.
1: Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Barb. Are we the same age in all of our parallel
0: lives? Yes. Parallel lives are created from your day to day creation um, in your life. You are who you are. You're the same age. Now, in some of them, you maybe contract a disease and you die early. Or in some of them, you might have uh, a car accident. Um, uh, the endings, the beginnings and endings can be very different, but you are who you are in the same age that you are in all of your parallel lives. Because what is happening, those parallel lives are the alternate choices that you didn't pick in the life you're living right now not like past lives or future lives or anything like that. It's parallel lives are Mary Smith, Mary Smith's living her life, and all the all the choices that she makes and that she chose in that linear life, the alternative choices manifest into a parallel life. And that is how it's done. So, yes, you're the same age in all of them, but you maybe might leave a little sooner than others.
1: All right, our next question is coming from Kat. Please explain again the process of crossing over.
0: All right. Now, it depends upon whether you cross from being ill or you have an accident or you, you know, step up, fall under a bus or something. When you first get there, you are, and you know that you are going to be crossing, and when you arrive, You are always greeted by loved ones and friends from this life that may be crossed before you and also those who might have been in other lifetimes that maybe didn't incarnate in this most recent life that you took. So, and you do have that reunion time. Then your guides take you and you go into what we call contemplation. And in the contemplation, you go over everything that's happened in the life, good, bad, and the ugly. You go through it and determine what you want to do next, whether you would like to stay for a little while in the eternal and regress and recuperate, or if you decide you never want to go back to linear reality and choose some other form of evolution. There's all these different ways. So crossing over, let's say if you you crossed and you didn't realize you were going to cross. Maybe it was a car accident. And let's say you were like 30 years old and you get there. There may be a little moment where, You don't realize quite what happened. Guides will come in and work with you and bring you up to speed so that you're not dangling in thin air, not knowing what's happened to you. It's important to know that because, and then there's also the suicide. Sometimes people despair and have so much pain that they decide to take their lives. Many religious organizations and stuff say, oh, yep, you're never getting into heaven type of thing. And there's no judgment. There's just no judgment when you arrive from a suicidal moment because everyone in spirit knows that you are in deep pain. They will come and be with you and comfort you and help you get through the issues that caused you to decide to take your life. So there's no judgment, no harshness, and it's a little different for the circumstances of leaving, but when you get there, you have the opportunity You connect with everyone, and then you go do your contemplation. And from there, you decide how you want to proceed, and it's your choice. There's no being sitting on a throne and says, oh, you must do this, or you must go pay for that, or hey, you've got to go back to planet Earth. You only go back to planet Earth if you agree. And if you've done something horrible, say like a Hitler, you have to experience everybody's pain the pain that you cause. So someone like Hitler was going to be doing that for a long time, if you're measuring it by linear standards. There's many things that happen with crossing over. We've just given you sort of the standard version. And, of course, because you're all unique and very different, sometimes there can be variance on that. But that's sort of the basic premise of crossing over. All right.
1: Our next question is coming from Trevor. You have said that our pets often reincarnate and come back to us during our current lifetime. Does my cat need to come back as a kitten or can it come back as, as a walk-in?
0: It varies. It depends upon the kitten and it depends upon the person. Cats are on a different program than, say, humans are. Um, It's difficult for a human to turn right around and come back into the same moment with the same participation. What happens is is that when they decide to come back, they look at the circumstances. And if there's a circumstance where they can come into a very young, say, kitten, they may do that. But And that requires sometimes a little bit of investigation and patience, especially if you're picky. Like sometimes a cat or a dog, believe it or not, will be kind of form. They come back in, what it looks like, how it's going to adjust and what's going to happen to it. Coming back in as a walk-in is a very fast way to turn things around. Sometimes a dog, let's say a dog dies of cancer. The dog will go rest for a little bit just to get its strength back. But a lot of times it will take a more adult body, if it has to, to get back to its human quicker. So again, just like in everything else we are asked, there's no standard answer. So it would be up to your kitten, Trevor, whether or not it comes back as a baby or and goes through that whole process, which is a little bit more complicated, or it decides to find a form that is adequate enough to come back immediately to their human. But it does happen. They're on a different kind of trajectory when it comes to reincarnation. So they are able to do this, and it is something that they are aware of and can take advantage of if they decide to. And sometimes a cat or a dog decides to say, you know what, I think I'm going to stay here for a bit. I don't know if I want to go back to the reality. And sometimes a cat or a dog won't have that special person that they bonded with, such if it was Pharaoh. Or if it was, you know, out in the middle of nowhere and there was no humans around for it. So it could either be a walk in or a kitten. It depends upon what the animal chooses and the expediency of the return. That's pretty much the criteria. All
1: right. Our next question is coming from Janice What is the death process like for our pets? Is it similar to a human's experience
0: it is it's similar but yet very different um, they do come in they are they don't aren't greeted normally by friends and family. What they usually do, and especially if it's had a rough time of it in a linear, they will go call, it's called Rainbow Bridge, you know that's what the humans have assigned that name to it, which we think is a beautiful name. But it is a space where it's a never ending meadow of flowers and birds and bugs and little creatures. They go there, they play with other dogs who have crossed over. Or the same thing for a cat. They go and they rest for a little bit to clear their thoughts. Now they're not confessing, you know, sins and things like that because their experience is very different. And 99% of dogs and cats do not come in with any sort of negative agenda. Usually the negative agenda is played out on them. So we say it's very um, similar in that regard, but it's not, they don't go before their guides and things to determine what went well in their life and what didn't. They're usually like the sidekick for the human, and they are wanting to be connected to their human as much as they can. And a lot of times when they get there, Instead of going through the process of contemplation, they will go through the process of re-entering, which is a little different than a human, but they can do it more immediately because they are on a different, quote, program. So it's similar but yet very different. And they can come back into They can turn around as quickly as a couple of weeks in most cases. And But if they're very, very picky on the form, it might take a little longer.
1: Okay, that was our last question, Veronica. <laughs> if you'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. All right. Okay. Well, very interesting questions. Um, a lot of life after death, and it's always interesting to hear what someone is thinking. But please do write into innerwhispersradio.com. Don't be shy. We'll try to get your question on the air as soon as we can. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Yes, we are. So, we thought today we would speak a little bit about empathy the ability to feel the emotions and energy of others. Empathy is something where it's not only you participate in your own spiritual development, but you try to participate in others as well. Empathy is something that you either have it sometimes or you don't. But it's important for all to have empathy. And if you feel that you're not, take a good look at yourself and say, am I being, you know, full of empathy here or am I just being judgmental? It's time for the human condition to include empathy more often than not. There are many humans incarnate that probably don't even know what empathy means or haven't even thought of it. Those are sometimes lesser evolved than those who are of older status or older age in spirit. It's really important to develop the empathy because it can also expand your awareness and it can expand your ability to evolve quicker. And without it, the world it's a little bit of a bleak place. That empathy needs to be an ingredient, a key ingredient in all living things on your planet. We highly suggest that all of you decide to be full of love and empathy whenever you can. Feel into someone else's perspective. Look at it through their eyes. Feel their pain. Feel their joy. That is the best way to make connections as well you can talk 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 and we bet many of you have talked hours on end to somebody and ended up feeling very disconnected after the fact because there was no empathy exchange there was no energy exchange on the level that it should have so we say every day find something or some way to bring empathy into your life and then start practicing it the world needs that love that world needs that acceptance And there are many on the planet incarnate who don't engage in, and you should. So make it a practice every day to decide you're going to do one thing full of empathy for someone else, or at least feel into someone else's perspective and emotion, and come away from it changed a bit because you, you did that. You connected with them. The world would be a better place if you all decided to do that. Why not? give it a go and see what happens. You might be very pleasantly surprised at the reality you create.
1: Thank you, Veronica. Beautiful message as always. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.